Hello everyone and welcome to episode two of The Wedding Wombat. This week you're going to meet the wonderful Millie Prescott, the creative force behind the newest entry to the wedding ceremony and reception venue spaces in the Hunter Valley Vineyards. And when I say vineyards, I really do mean it. This place is literally almost on top of the vineyards. Millie is the manager for Kawul in Pakolban. And if you're wanting to find out about rustic themed weddings, you won't want to miss today's chat. All the links and details for Carwool are in the show notes. Why not visit soon? A glass of native plum soda on the deck goes down a treat. Millie is also going to share with us her top five things you should ask your reception venue before booking. It's going to be great. The Wedding Wombat is an Australian-based wedding podcast to give you ideas, things to consider, and interesting perspectives on all things weddings. My name is Margie McCumsty, and as a civil celebrant and MC with Metamorphous Ceremonies, I love my job and am passionate about celebrating love in meaningful, memorable, and magical ways. I acknowledge that this podcast has been created on the traditional country of the Awabakal, Wanarua or Waramai people and pay respect to all elders, past, present and emerging, for they hold the memories, the traditions, the culture and hopes of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples across the nation. I extend my respect to the Aboriginal or Torres Strait Islander listeners who are tuned in today and recognise the strength, resilience and capacity of our First Nations people. Here on The Wedding Wombat, we will sniff out the wedding options, dig out the latest trends, claw at and question traditions to see if they are relevant, and burrow down to discover amazing ideas to help you plan your wedding. It really can be fun, real, and a true celebration of you and the love you share. So welcome to The Wedding Wombat. It's time for us to chat. It sure is. Time for us to chat. And I'm really excited to share this conversation with the talented Millie Prescott from Carwool. I started by asking Millie about what trends she had noticed with weddings lately. So the last couple of wedding seasons, there's been a definite shift in the wedding trends with a shift to the less traditional, less formal and relaxed vibe. With this comes the shift to outdoor ceremonies and receptions Getting back to the roots of rustic country style with a heavy influence of Australian natives and greenery in bridal bouquets and floral arrangements. What I've noticed in my last few weddings in a min- is a minimalistic approach to decorations and table settings. People are opting for a more sleek, relaxed, less is more approach. Another trend I've noticed is the change in menu style. To tie in with the less traditional, more relaxed vibe, couples are opting for banquet styles, grazing tables and share platters. Mm, That's interesting. So uh, they're not looking for like the three-course meal anymore so much. No, alternate drop is so like last year that it's just, (laughs) it's not, it's not there. You sure it was last year, not 90s? 90s, definitely (laughs) 90s. (laughs) So, um, so when you're talking a grazing table, like tell me more about that. What's, I mean, I think a lot of people know what a grazing table is, but you know, what makes a good grazing table and should we, you know, how does it work? So a grazing table is think like Christmas family lunch where you're all sitting around the table and you're all nibbling. Before lunch, you've got that little cheese platter, that 
kind of crackers and dip. That's what a grazing table is. And we like to influence ours with a lot of Australian natives that we grow on site and um, from local produce. So what do you grow on site? So we have in our little garden, we've got um, zucchinis, we've got warrigal greens, we've got this sea succulent called pig face, which no one's ever heard of, but it's delicious. Grows on the beaches. Um, we've got a lot of bush tomatoes. What else is there? Strawberries, blueberries. Yeah, and is the um, the foods all inspired by native cuisine? And is that because of because Kabul's an Aboriginal word, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, so cool means wedge-tailed oh, eagle. Cool. Sorry. <laughs> That's okay. So cool means wedge-tailed eagle in um, Wanneroo Nation, which is the land that we're on now. So a lot of our food comes from that. So the business owner Kim is from the Wanneroo Nation, and that plays a lot of influence on our menu. Fantastic. That's exciting. Um, so with a grazing table, is it more sort of um, like is there enough food to feed feed people for the reception or is it more like cocktail style sort of stuff? It's more of a cocktail style um, post-ceremony, pre-reception sort of food. So we do a lot of them on our garden outside. So it's outdoor setting. Um, so enough to fill you up before reception, not enough to make you too full to eat the rest of your meal. So the grazing table is not the meal? No. So the grazing table is like a pre-meal snack and the meals we do for receptions are, you can do alternate drop if that's what you wish, but what we focus more on is um, like banquet share platters in the middle of the table. So everyone can have a little bit of everything and it works really well for dietary requirements. If you're a carnivore, if you're a vegan, we cater for both and then Everyone gets to eat everything. What about gluten-free? Gluten-free is perfectly fine. You can eat pretty much anything on the menu. Wow, fantastic. That's exciting. So I think a lot of people (laughs) who are gluten-free, I'm not, but a lot of people who are gluten-free are like, you know, you can have this and this and it's the weird-looking bread over there. But Yes, especially for um, we cater a lot for vegans. So you're not just eating a salad. You can have gnocchi, you can have polenta fries, you can have a lot of different things. Oh you're not God. missing gnocchi, out on everything. Your gnocchi is divine. I'm, I'm a vegan, <laughs> as some of the listeners will know. And uh, the gnocchi. That's oh, one of my favourites. Yes, it's really good. <laughs> <laughs> that can be on the menu if you wish. So um, you can have the ceremony on site here too, can't yes. you? Yeah. Yes. So our ceremony area is out the front near our vineyards um so it's a secluded little area surrounded by hedges and the vineyards and it offers a really nice romantic private space for couples to tie the knot with our we've got a custom built um wedding arbor which is made out of simba beautiful yeah which kind of frames the vineyards for photos and the colba mountains in the background now i've noticed there's a bar out there yes so does that mean that you know, pre-ceremony, we can have a little drinky-poo? Yes. So we like to offer um, pre-ceremony drinks. So usually we go with some bubbles and some beer for the for the guys. Um, definitely also non-alcoholics for kids, if there's any kids. Um, yes, definitely a pre-ceremony and a post-ceremony bubbles nice. on the lawn. That's lovely. That's, yeah. yeah, that's really good. So it sort of creates the whole ambience right from the start. You're not le- needing to have... Um, you know, bottles of water that you bought and shoved no, in everything. So it's you don't need to bring your own drinks. We have them for you. <laughs> so has, Kowal hasn't been doing weddings up to this point, has it? Or is it just you've just chosen to start doing weddings now? We've chosen to start doing weddings now because we've had a few inquiries and we thought, why not? We have such a nice venue. We should market that one and do some weddings for people. And especially because we're in the Hunter Valley, we offer that Hunter Valley vineyard look without 
the prices of that. Um, and couples always seek that kind of look and nothing says romance more than just a photo of a happy couple strolling through the vines. Yeah, and the vines are like right, like where right we're at, <laughs> right now, and the vines are like right there, like seriously right in front of you and then you've got the mountains in the background, the hill, rolling hills. It's like the perfect backdrop for photos. It's really pretty. <laughs> It's amazing. It really is. Especially at night time when it goes dark and all the twinkling stars with our fairy lights. It's just, it's really pretty. Yeah, it's a very magical place for sure. So um, so how would you describe the vibe of weddings at Carwell? So, uh, you know, what style would it be perfect for? Like, is it looking, are brides who are looking for, you know, a like super elegant you know, all whites and blacks and that kind of wedding. Is that what it is or is it more a rustic style? How would you describe it? It's it's more rustic. So if you're looking for an outdoor Australian rustic venue, Koala is the place for you. The vibe I would describe for Koala is relaxed. Kim welcomes guests into our restaurant like she would welcome them into our home and we really like our guests to feel like they're part of our family when they come here. Well, that's how I've always felt. I mean, I come here and eat. You are a part <laughs> and, of the family. And drink. <laughs> and I definitely feel like part of the family. So, yeah, it's, I don't know, it's just one of those magical places to come, like for Sunday morning breakfast and sit on the veranda. It's got a beautiful deck um, for people who haven't been here yet. Beautiful deck and, yep, I like to sit out there with a glass of my favourite <laughs> <laughs> And uh, But, yeah. And now they're doing weddings. I'm just so excited for it's you. Very good. Seriously, it's. I just think it's one of the most magical venues in the Thank Hunter, you. and <laughs> I uh, I'm so excited to share it with everyone listening on the Wedding Wombat because I just think it's got something really special to offer um, that a lot of places don't have. Because even I'm not going to name them, but there are venues in the Hunter Valley where you wouldn't even know you're in the Hunter Valley necessarily mm. because they're sort of tucked in. You know, they're just buildings inside. This, like they're in the area but they're just sort of buildings whereas this has great big glass windows and veranda everything looks out it flows very inside to outside yeah so definitely glass doors slide open so you can bring the outside in as well and we definitely do have that classic hunter valley vineyard look yeah um which is what everyone wants in the hunter valley so Talk to me about bridal tables. Like, what's the deal these days? You know, is everyone still doing, like, the the high table sort of set up with all the bridesmaids and groomsmen and all of that all facing outwards? Or are they going for, like, the sweetheart table? Or, or you know, what do you recommend for people? The, I suppose the, the biggest trends, again, is what I've noticed is bridal tables being a part of the guest tables instead of having, like, you're on a pedestal. I've seen a lot of couples opt to be a part of the table setting. So what works best in this space is running like banquet style tables. Um, Think kind of Harry Potter, the Great Hall, two tables running long ways with the bride and groom part of the table with the rest of the bridal party and guests. Wow, that's great. That'd be amazing. It works really well. You get to be a part of the party rather than kind of above the party. Where does the dancing happen here? Well... So, everywhere I go. Um, Probably mostly on the deck is where we would do a lot of the dance floors. But also in that going outside to inside, we can do it inside as well. Okay. We can kind of – it's – we leave a lot of it up to the guests and where they would feel comfortable dancing because a lot of – 
Sometimes people don't have people who will dance. If you have a lot of older guests, they generally hey, not, want... not if they've invited me <laughs> to true, a wedding. <laughs> true, I take that back because um, I've seen a lot of young people not dance. But we always like to have a bit of a chill-out zone for people who want a bit quieter while still having that big dance floor. Yeah. Everyone needs to dance. You've got the fairy lights in the veranda area. Are they there all year round? Yes. So we always have our fairy lights twinkling. Um, I think we put them up for Christmas and just decided we would leave them there because yeah. they look really pretty. Good choice. I love them. Yeah. I mean, they're on right now and it's like a Friday morning. Yeah. Doing this it's a bit cloudy <laughs> outside, so it's, it's really nice against that. Yeah, it's really magical. So special. So I know it's a crowded market out there with wedding venues, but each venue offers something different. What do you think is Kabul's key difference? I would say our key difference is definitely our Australian native inspired menu. I'm a big believer that food brings people together and where else in the valley will you eat some homegrown Warrigal greens and a vegan gnocchi? I don't think you will find anywhere. (laughs) Pair that with our team's knowledge of weddings and our breathtaking outlook of vineyards and mountains and you truly have a stunning venue. And I think that is what makes our venue different from others. Yeah, definitely. This... It's something that's sort of not quantifiable, I think, about your venue. And it's just, I've been here at night time a few times. And um, most recently, I guess, was at the end of last year for the Carols by Candlelight. And we were all out in the outside area. And there was just, I don't know, there's just something magical. It's not just me, is it? No, everyone feels it. Yeah. It's home, it's homely. that's what it is while still being out and about having a nice meal somewhere having time with friends but you you feel like you're at home so what about couples that want to have like a festival vibe can they do that all out on the lawn like can you have we can do like if you want to do an an outdoor reception out there we can do it mostly for smaller size weddings Mm -hmm. um we can do weddings up to 100 people so we have one coming up which is 40 people so it's a nice really small intimate they're spending a lot of time out in the garden and they're coming inside just for dinner and then going back out Mm -hmm. so the space becomes yours for the night or for the day yeah yeah whenever you want to have your wedding do you need to hire like a company to bring chairs in and things like that so we have all of that provided we have a few different um chairs for the ceremony to choose from we've got rustic wooden dining chairs which really tie in with the wooden arbor as well. So we provide pretty much everything. If you want to bring in some of your own props, that's fine. We have, um, we go to op shops a lot and we kind of, if we like something, we generally bring it back and ha- have it set up. And is that all included in the package? All included, that yes. Wow, that's brilliant. So you're not having to like go to other event stylists and things like that to try no, and create the look. No, and we do some of the floristry ourselves. So I do the um, the arbour floristry and the tables, but, of course, you can bring in your own florist to do your bouquets and everything. Um, we, we just like to leave it open yeah. all the time. Beautiful. Well, you're so clever. <laughs> <laughs> and as always, it's time for our top five. And this episode, we are doing the top Five things you should ask your reception venue before booking. So, Millie. Yes. Bill of tea. So, um, I suppose top one, do you have a wedding coordinator to help along the way? A lot of couples try to plan their own weddings and it's such a stressful time with with life and everything that that else goes on. So, planning a wedding is a super stressful time from, from colour schemes to guest numbers to how many types of reds you need to offer. 
Thankfully, I thrive off planning weddings and I'm here to help from the day we meet to the day you leave as husband and wife. I'm here to offer a hand to the bride and groom as they swim to their big day. <laughs> wow, that's fantastic. So you're going to really take the hand and just lead them yes. through the whole process. Yes, I'm here to hold your hand along the way. Beautiful. All right, number two. So can you cater for dietary requirements? I've noticed from a lot of weddings that I go to, that caterers don't always get the memo of guests with dietary requirements or what they offer is just kind of sad and unappetizing. (laughs) So make sure wherever you book that their caterer can cater for everyone in your guest list. No one wants to leave hungry or have not enough energy to dance. This is very true. And as a vegan, I have attended weddings and I pretty much know what I'm going to get. Yep. Um, it's, you know, it's usually something along the lines of if it's a three-course meal, then it's something along the lines of some sort of a tomato-asparagus yep. combo. Um, <laughs> and then we go into a mains, which is usually a sort of a gluggy risotto. Yes. Uh, followed by, if I'm lucky to get dessert, it's usually fruit salad no and, uh, no one wants that <laughs> and you can never eat the wedding cake either no never yeah but we have a very nice lemon myrtle cheesecake that's vegan Ooh. so we can cater for that <laughs> all right number three number three would be curfew times i think a lot of people don't realize that wedding venues and function centers even in the valley have curfew times and we can't always push that out just because you want to spend more time out here. They're a very strict thing that we have to abide by. Not saying you can't have fun, but that's a thing that couples and guests don't realise. So they need to check with the venue. Yes, always when just, their curfew is. just ask when your curfew time is. And if there is um, availability for taxis to come out and get people, because we are a little bit far away in the valley, I suppose. So taxis as well and make sure your guests can get home. Yeah, fair enough. Especially if they've been drinking. Yes. Yeah. Buses are a great idea. And there's so many great accommodation options in the Hunter Valley as well. Oh, yeah. So there's plenty of of choices so they don't have to travel back to Sydney or whatever. So, yeah. You can party on elsewhere. Okay, number four. Okay, always ask your reception venues if they have recommended vendors. So florists, musicians, makeup artists, hairstylists, wedding dress designers, the list goes on. <clears throat> and celebrants. Thank you. There we go. <laughs> Always have a celebrant. That's the most important, actually. A lot of people forget they need a celebrant and you've got to book that early. I know. It's funny. I, I was at an expo yesterday and I'd said to somebody, um, are you looking for a celebrant? And she said, oh, no, I don't think so. I said, oh, so you're getting married in a church? She went, no, definitely not. I went, then you're going yeah. to need a celebrant. <laughs> you will need one to get married. If you want it to be legal, unless you go to the, the registry office, then uh, yeah. You need a celebrant. <laughs> you will. So... Um, where was I? So generally when I meet a couple within the first five minutes, I already have an idea of vendors that would suit their style. So I always leave them with a list that I think would work really well for them. They, a lot of couples generally have an idea of what they would like from in, um, from Instagram and Pinterest, which are a bride and groom's best friend. However, they don't always know how to obtain these visions. So this is where a recommended list of vendors comes in very handy. Yeah. Perfect. So you've got you get the idea of the vibe and the style of particular yes. photographers, or especially with um, probably the biggest thing is florists. Yeah, because there's so many out there, and I've had a few 
brides do their own floristry, which is perfect, but you have to kind of stick to a colour scheme, stick to a style that you want rather than a little bit higgledy-piggledy everywhere. And number five. So lastly, to kind of switch the question around a bit, I have a question from a coordinator's point of view to ask my couples. That is, what do you want your wedding to be? A simple question, but it's a really hard one to answer. To break it down, what colour scheme do you want? What style do you want? What menu do you want? Do you want it to be formal or informal? Do you want a ceremony in the morning or in the evening? And another thing is what budget have you set? You have to set one. You have to be realistic about it. And then I suppose my last piece of advice would be less is more. Less is definitely more with decorating and with everything. You don't have to have everything, especially in a space. When you think of when you have guests in that space as well, you don't have to fill it with everything. You want room to move and dance. And I think when you're in a beautiful natural environment, like where it's really, it's already offering so much in terms of being exquisitely beautiful, you don't need to go overboard with decoration. Like let the view speak. The backdrop speaks for itself and you don't need to decorate it. Yeah, absolutely. Anything else you want to share with us, Millie? I'm all thought out all right good. now. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks so much for being on the show, no Millie. No I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, great. <laughs> um, I look forward to performing some weddings here at Carwell very oh, soon. Oh, yes, and some dancing. And some knocking. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. <laughs> thanks so much, Millie. No worries. Talk to you soon. Bye. If you'd like some more information about how to contact Carwell and arrange your wedding there, then you'll find all the details in our show notes. Our next episode will be all about trends in wedding fashion and style for both men and women and bridal parties too. We'll be speaking with the fabulous Jenny Wilson, who is the manager of Shazam Toronto in New South Wales. Shazam is well known in the Lake Macquarie and Hunter regions for their massive range and unparalleled selection of bridal gowns, suits and bridal party attire and accessories. They have over 40 years experience and are regarded highly for their personalized, professional and skilled service in assisting couples in finding their dream wedding fashion. And that is why we will be chatting with Jenny next episode. It's one not to miss next time on The Wedding Wombat. This episode's Wedding Wombat Wisdom comes from the Professor Herman J. Steinher. He said, The beautiful thing about love is that you just need to plant it once and nurture it, and it shall bloom into blossoms that would cover the valleys. Bye for now, friends, and I'll chat to you next time on The Wedding Wombat.